everybody. Welcome to St. Misbehaven, the podcast about saints from people who are not. I am your host, Matthew Shadorn, and I am joined, as always, by somebody, something, 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 Anna Domini, everybody. <laughs> Wow. I don't know if I, if that's more insulting than when you do an actual insult. I feel like I just, <laughs> just have like, to stop oh, in the insult. I, I just can't. You, you all know who she is. You know I don't like her. Let's just cut to the chase. <laughs> it's just, uh, I, just, I, I, I might have to give up the insults because it's, it's just... Uh... It's just I'm running out of, uh, of different <laughs> ways to insult you because you're just not that interesting that there's that many ways yeah. to insult you. That, yeah, that's more insulting. But yeah, that's fair enough. And also, like, you can't you can't be like, you know, you're running out of things to make fun of me for because, like, the more unfortunate stuff happens to me, the more it's just like punching down. Yeah, um, that's also I'm starting <laughs> to feel like it's reached a point where your life is degrading to a point where I'm just like, well, it'd be like if I just walked by and kicked a homeless person. Like, yeah, or like that that um scene from The Simpsons that became a meme was like, stop, he's already dead. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So I feel like that's um. It's that's, run its that, course. You're gonna have that, to think of a new idea. Yeah, it's all right. Pressure. I'm on. good with thinking about new ideas. That's true. But, you, uh, lo- you love having new ideas. Anyways, Anna. How are you doing today? I am okay. Did I tell you last time about my bird feeder? I can't yes. remember. You told okay. me about your bird feeder. I came to visit you one day. Oh, right. In your infirmity. Yeah, just... doing your duty to the sick. <laughs> yeah. So I was, uh, I was did, a, did a kindly home visit to a sad shut-in. <laughs> I did. I conducted this meeting whilst reclining. <laughs> he did, yeah, she was eating soup and covered in a blanket the whole time. It's... <laughs> It's a sad and she's sight, like, folks. Did you see my new bird feeder? <laughs> the birds really... are my only friends now. <laughs> the birds come and visit me. I call I that a... one George. He reminds me of my first husband. <laughs> I uh, I think I'm a regular St. Francis now. That's basically yeah, right. who I'm emulating. Uh, yeah, so um, I, I got the bird. Well, yeah, there's still lots of birds on the bird feeder. So <laughs> that's about as eventful as things get for me. That's pretty good. Is that the saintly thing or miraculous thing that you've experienced? Uh, it is lately? related, actually. So, <laughs> did I have my bench by the time you came and visited? No. So, I've also bought a bench for the balcony, and it has two like large flower pots, one on either side. So, it's kind mm. of a space-saving thing for small balcony gardens, because you can have, like, you can sit and you can grow flowers. You don't nice. have to choose. <laughs> Women can have it all these days. Yeah. And if you fart on the bench, there's flowers there to cover yeah. up. Yeah, that's a good point. Anyhow, so I was out on my bench planting some seeds mm-hmm. and uh, I felt something hit my shoulder and uh, a bird flew over the balcony and I realised it had done like a, a flyby shit on me. <laughs> Thanks for the seeds, asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that was my, my saintly thing because obviously apparently it's good luck. It's supposed so, to be good luck. Uh, yeah, I've say. been blessed by mm. by the anus of a bird no, right. i was trying to help it's actually called a cloaca because it's it's both anus and vagina oh well lovely i've i've been blessed by that then blessed with good luck was my saintly thing <laughs> good and so I, great for you. I was not very gracious about it i was like oh i'm gonna take the bird feeder down now <laughs> i didn't <laughs> but i wanted to i was like birds seems are like pricks. i'm gonna put a little cyanide in this bird feeder <laughs> teach them a lesson <laughs> Who's laughing now? <laughs> wait, wait, you wouldn't want to poison the birds because then they might shit on you more. 
Well, then they'd be dead, right? Oh, they just kind of so. they just kind of fall over dead, and then you're like, "Who's the sick one now, birds?" <laughs> <laughs> Think you were so much better than me with your flight. Yeah. How about you? Have you done anything saintly or had anything miraculous happen to you this week? Oh well, yes. Well, yeah. I you don't sound sure. I guess the miraculous thing is I've been to an Eden of sorts uh, this week. It was it was my birthday (laughs) this week weekend, and for my birthday I went to a special magical place here in Britain called Milton Keynes. My wife took me there for my birthday. Does she want to leave you? <laughs> Is that why she took you to Milton Keynes? Most people who go there, it's it's the way you tell someone you don't love them anymore. <laughs> but for my wife, it was like, this is how much I love you. We're going to Milton Keynes. <laughs> we went to Milton Keynes. There's a national sci-fi and film museum. Oh. I don't know how they become national. I think you can just do that. I'm going <laughs> to just start calling everything national. I'm, yeah. This is the national podcast, everybody. So. Oh my God. Not nationalist, please. <laughs> uh, no, but it is the official. Uh, Saint-based podcast of the UK. Yes. Uh, we went to the, the National uh, Sci-Fi and a film museum, saw all kinds of crazy, like, fun props from different movies and TV shows, and that was really oh, fun. Yeah. And they have an arcade, like a retro arcade next cool. door that we also went to, and all the all the games are free play, so we just play lots of wow. games and stuff. Milton Keynes uh, should hire you as their, like, tourism spokesperson, because you're actually I'm, making it sound pretty appealing. I'm telling you, I've walked around, it's pretty fun. To get there, we went through a mall, which I'm pretty sure is infinite. Like, it seemed to go on forever. <laughs> I don't think I saw the end of it. Yeah, that's more like the Milton Keynes I know. <laughs> and it was like it was pretty great and i mean that seems like you're like that sounds horrible but it's like yeah. for me as an american as, helped you feel at home. as an american who grew up in new jersey like malls are really in my blood and <laughs> and so is corn syrup uh, but the thing is like you know it was like it was really busy mall like people milton Keynes really liked their mall it wasn't like a sad dead mall where there was like a lot mm. of empty storefronts i was like there's a lot of just like regular stores like and then yeah on my birthday we went to this really nice italian bistro called pizza express <laughs> It was pretty well, great. I've I've heard that it's uh, been famously been patronised by some royals in the past. So oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can't I can't imagine why not. It was uh, it was pretty good pizza. I didn't. I think I got the wrong crust. I think I should have gotten the classic crust. I got the thin crust for anybody who goes to Pizza Express. Um, <laughs> but I've never been. It's a very and... niche specialist restaurant, so uh, yeah. that's something to be aware of for sure. I, uh, Wait, you didn't the... get the the salad crust. No, what's that? They have a, a pizza where you can get it with a hole in and you get salad in the hole. And if that you're not terrible. feeling... No, if you're not feeling that hungry, it hits the spot. <laughs> okay, whatever. And you get a little salad and the dressing's really nice. That's no way to live. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we, we we stayed a couple days in Milton Keynes, had a lovely time. You celebrated next... your 50th birthday in Pizza Express. That's so lame. <laughs> I'm not 50. <laughs> How old are you? I was going to say how old I was, and I was a lady like, never tells. not very far from 50. Look, when you reach a certain age, you're just like, whatever, it doesn't matter what you do. We had a fun time. We had a fun day. And then the next day, we went to a trampoline park, mm. which was like a whole another level. There was like this whole big, there was this giant building. And I was like, what could possibly be in this building to justify this building being so large? There was a trampoline park in there. We mostly went there to take Tavish to the trampoline park, which was very right. fun. And then inside was also a mini golf course huh. and an indoor ski slope. Oh, wow. And I was like, what? Was, was like, that in Milton Keynes? Yeah, Milton Keynes. Oh, Milton Keynes got, got all. Bo- there was they a bowling snow. alley there and a movie theater in the same building. And the movie theater had one of those 4DX screens. Oh. Which I didn't even think they had in the UK. I've always heard about it. I've always wanted to go to one. Sounds fun. What? They're the ones, it's the one where the seat moves. Yeah. And like during like car chases and like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and then also like, I guess they shoot water at you sometimes if there's like wet bits. <laughs> 
<laughs> what film were you watching? I don't know. Something sexy, I hope. <laughs> it's a, you know, it's like that, that that Avatar movie. You come out soaked. <laughs> you got some weird tastes. So yeah, so Milton Keynes, when in the Midlands, go visit Milton Keynes. Don't listen to what anybody says about it being a shit place just full of roundabouts. I had a great time. Did you get car sick at all? <laughs> no, we took the bus actually. We took the bus from Oxford. Takes an hour and a half, but was only two pounds. Wow, that is good. I'd go there. Just it was fun. It was fun for Tavish too, because Tavish loves the bus. So well, it's good for to train up a baby to like your birthday. Is very good. uh, Very good strategy, I think. The weekend after my birthday was also another long weekend. Yes, this weekend, and uh, I was like, should we go to Milton Keynes again? (laughs) We hardly even scraped the surface. I feel like poor Alice. She's really regretting ever taking you to Milton Keynes now. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I'll take him there. He'll be sick of it after like six hours and i'm yeah. like oh, like, i want to go back it's my disney world <laughs> is your house just filled with milton Keynes merchandise now anyway so that was, that was my fun fun birthday weekend it's great yes milton eden Keynes. slash milton Keynes. yeah so anna <laughs> yes today is may 7th Indeed. 2023 who is today's saint today's saint is margaret of cortona cortona yeah can you guess where she's from wait margaret yeah of cortona well probably margarita talking to pizza express hey i guess so she's italian okay yeah that's good i was gonna guess french and then look very foolish but this but i didn't so i don't look yeah margarita rather than marguerite I guess. But yeah, so she was around between 1247 and 1297. Okay. And her day is, in fact, a few days from now because it's the 16th of May. Okay. So we're looking ahead. So, you know, we're, we're getting in early so you can prepare to celebrate. Like, I don't think anyone is celebrating anything today that I know of. There's no kind of significant event happening. So this is the date for your diaries. Because I think that was yesterday. Was it? <laughs> Isn't it Saturday? I don't even care enough. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I'm going to say. We're talking about the King's coronation is what we're talking about. I Are think people pe- will get that. I don't think you have to yeah. clarify that. Well, people listen to the future, they might not know. I don't make me Google it now, though. I don't I don't want to Google it and find out when it is. I'm sure we will hear. It doesn't matter when it is. Okay. Well, okay. If you're, if you're our kind of people, you'll probably not be celebrating anything this weekend in which case not to say that we don't like royalists but we are not royalists is that is that the official stance of the the podcast anyways margaret of katona sorry okay she, yes she was born in 12 something 47 yeah and then she died in 1290 something uh, yes <laughs> 1297 right. so she was exactly 50 just like you wait i think she was born in 1245 no 47 oh 47 oh, you know. ruined my joke <laughs> no, I didn't. I'll say it again. So she was 50 when she died. Hey, you're 50. <laughs> wow. How did you make that worse? That was crazy. <laughs> it's it's difficult to ruin a joke that doesn't exist. It's like you brought me an empty plate and you've been like, you ruined my cake. Anyways, so what's, <laughs> what's, what's Margaret's deal? 13th so, century lady. Yes. Her biography was written by her spiritual director. who mm. was called Brother Giunta Bevegnati. Uh, sometime between 1305 and 1308. What happened there? Did you, were you... <laughs> say nyati. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it's spelt. <laughs> like lasagna. That, I can't imagine anything spelt like nyati. Like, like lasagna. What? Like, so his name 
was Giunta Bevignati. B-E-V-E-G-N-A-T-I. Like lasa- right. in lasagna. Okay. That's a- <laughs> I'm just doing my best. So, uh, yeah, it was written between 1305 and 1308. And Brother Giunta claims that uh, this biography was based on her own confessions. So Okay. So all the secret dirt. Yeah, all the dirt, mm. literally dirt. Hold on to your seat. Margaret was born in Laviano, a small town in Juicy, Tuscany, to a... Did you say Juicy, Tuscany? Yeah. Is that where all those shorts come from that say Juicy on the butt? I yeah. That was... No, Juicy. Juicy. I'm not going to be able to say it without sounding like I'm saying Juicy. Wow. Maybe it's probably Chiusi, because mm. C&H in, in Italian, I think, is like okay. Chiara. Anyway, it's in Tuscany. That dumb. And she is poor. She was born to a peasant family. Yeah. When she was 10, her mother died, and her father, Tancredi de Bartolomeo, remarried. Mm-hmm. Oh. According to Let's tradition... Wait, good for him for moving on? Like, it's nice that he <laughs> bounced back and continued... He didn't murder her, right? I d- unclear. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, she had a ten-year-old child, so like she wasn't that old. Uh, right. So yeah, she was but it doesn't like it doesn't 17. say. So mm-hmm. maybe it was murder her. Yeah. Murder, I mean, especially because like you know he, as you say, moved on very quickly. Yeah. Well, how quickly do we know? Is it just like no? But Margaret did not have a good relationship with her stepmother. Oh, it's an evil stepmother. Yeah. Woo. Can Almost all relate. Love it. <laughs> I mean, I don't love it. That sounds emotionally bad for him. It's um, <laughs> like makes a difficult situation for yes. everybody in the family. But, you know, narratively fun. Yep, for sure. We love a good narrative. When Margaret was 17, she ran away from home to live with her lover, <gasps> a young nobleman Scandal. called Arsenio. Well, yeah. I mean, we, I don't think we've ever heard this in the, the tale of a saint before. Wait, was, did you say it was a lady? No. <laughs> oh, I think it was a noble lady. <laughs> No, a young nobleman. Oh, I think he's a noble woman. Okay. No, oh, and then also his name was Arsenio, not Arsenia. Arsenio so. Hall? What? Arsenio Hall. I the don't... famous uh, comedian, talk show host from the 90s. I was maximum seven in the 90s. All right, whatever. Well, you missed out on a whole thing with Arsenio Hall. In fact, I wasn't even maximum seven. I was maximum six in the 90s. He, You ever seen the movie Coming to America with Eddie Murphy? No. Oh, it's really good. Okay, well, right. I'll put it on my watch list. He's on his, uh, he's his buddy in that. Anyways. So. So she runs away with her lover. Yep. But he never married her, perhaps because of her lowly station. So oh. she was his side piece because he was a rich fuckboy. Or maybe they just didn't believe in the institution of marriage. A lot of people just don't get married these days. Yeah, but in those days they did. <laughs> oh, in those days. Yeah. So instead, she lived with Arsenio as his mistress and mm. they had a son. Mm. So I think this is our first lady saint who actually got laid. <laughs> Oh, maybe it's, actually it's yeah. possible yeah <laughs> no there's been a few saints that had kids what if there was that one uh, yeah oh saint matilda was like just was it matilda who was the uh she was the queen of, yeah of uh disappointing children i think so yeah yeah so she, she, yeah. she got laid but unfortunately the kids came out real duds <laughs> well i don't know what happened oh i do know what happened to the son here but you'll find out mm. whether he's a dud or not nine years after their son's birth arsenio was murdered <gasps> no more twists than this the is tale. getting even more this juicy. is getting even more juicy yeah and it's a good thing we're in juicy tuscany <laughs> it's like yeah this is getting like a soap opera now this is yeah <laughs> i mean i've been watching a lot of netflix so i'm just unfazed by this because there's like you know there's about as many twists as like one episode of firefly lane is that what it's right. called anyway i've seen a number of like italian 
Italian uh, melodramas, Italian melodramas uh. that are just like this is this is basically like the kind of the thing where no, definitely no, no no you know you got you got lost murder stepmothers I see where you're going with that I know yeah right so living in sin yes children out of wedlock <laughs> bastard children well you'll love this yeah. His dog returned home without its master one day and led Margaret to where her lover's body lay mutilated at the side of the road. Mutilated? Mm. This is a serial killer? Or <laughs> there's a monster on the loose. Uh, it's well, the wolf no, man. I, I think if you like stabbed someone to death, then they are technically mutilated, right? If, mm, if you, I don't know. I if you, like you injure someone off. in a way that causes them to die, I think that counts as mutilation. Does it? I don't know. I'd be like mutilating i think about like you know the way that aliens it's not proper mutilation unless you've removed <laughs> a juicy unless it organ from the mutilation region of france otherwise it's just sparkling dismemberment yeah i feel like you gotta like if, you, if you're not mutilated unless bits have come off okay and that's what i'm saying so if you're just stabbing right. somebody they're just like stabbed a bit but i feel like if you're mutilating them you're like <laughs> you're cutting off their ears or the lips or something yeah okay you're taking out some you're poking out you're digging out some eyeballs or like see i i just thought it meant like disfigured and obviously if you have a stab wound you are disfigured are you i don't know well it's not very nice to look you at you could have a lot of stab wounds and nobody would know like if you know you wear a long sleeve shirt or something <laughs> maybe nobody knows guess it depends where he was stabbed but it doesn't say Anyways. it does say he was mutilated so but he was horribly mutilated clearly this wasn't written man. for perverts like matthew and it doesn't go into further detail about what exactly was cut off i'll leave that to your imagination it's maybe i'm i'm listening to too many true crime mm. podcasts you've been desensitized you gotta be pretty mutilated to impress matchadorn over here oh my god <laughs> tinder bio so did they ever find the wolf man that killed him <laughs> yeah but that's a that's a different story for a different, a different day story. it's a whole somebody else's tale yeah <laughs> some van helsing type is like i'll kill you a wolf man for you he's got like a hook hand <laughs> exactly that that's not the focus of today okay without arsenio to defend her margaret was driven from the castle because obviously no. she wasn't married so you know it would have helped i think but then mm. again clearly arsenio didn't wasn't planning to get dead so early on in his life yeah most people aren't yeah but that's why you should you should always plan so that you your mistress doesn't get left out in the cold right in case um so that's why there's an envelope in my nightstand that says in case of horrible mutilation <laughs> for sure there's actually yes. several envelopes one just one says in case of horrible mutilation one says in case i get hit by lightning uh in case i'm dragged off by a kraken that kind of thing <laughs> nice so have you have you covered all eventualities of how you might go or is it just I, like your top five the ones you're hoping no there's for? like there's like 200 envelopes in there sometimes oh, if okay. i think of a new one i just like jot it off <laughs> and some of them are like you know like if i'm if i'm killed by a werewolf that's just like go see the mutilation yeah envelope got it yeah just go back to the envelope. so, so like all are... diseases you've got a separate entry for each one but it just says c heart attack right oh heart attack that's one i should have written down that's <laughs> yeah. oh dear well you are american so that's probably one of your more likely causes of death so she's that kicked out of the castle yes and according to legend Does she get to keep the dog <laughs> <laughs> we don't hear of the dog again. Oh, that's that's the real heartbreak there. I mean, you get. I mean, you know, lovers come and go, but a dog. Oh, a dog is that. for life. Mm -hmm. Not just for Christmas. No. So, according to legend, Arsino's mm -hmm. death prompted Margaret to become a penitent. She cut her hair short and wore a penitential garb. Oh. Hair shirt. 
with a cord around her neck and would go and kneel at the door of the church asking the congregation to forgive her. Sounds Um, like she's like blaming herself. It's just like this is okay so she yeah she's like he's dead it's obviously my fault. Yeah. Let me just let me just before we go too far do we ever hear about the kid again? Yeah yeah. Okay cool I was just like (laughs) (laughs) it's just like well your father's dead i'm just gonna go off to this nunnery i guess you're nine now so uh you can do what you want well that basically is what happened as you oh okay all right sorry i didn't mean to get ahead of it Uh, that's usually how it goes so well yeah Uh you you keep jumping the gun so margaret decided to return to her father's house with her son Mm -hmm. however according to legend when she arrived her stepmother refused her entry no so there we go. That was Chekhov's evil stepmother there. Oh, you, cool you knew she was going to come back to be significant in the story. A dramatic scene. The father's like at the door and the stepmother bursts out. and She's like, get get away from here, you whore with your bastard child. But I have nowhere else to go. Yeah, exactly. You will not sully this name. So Margaret moved on to Cortona, where she was taken in by a countess called Marinaria. <laughs> Not Marinara, as I first read. You know what's good with Margarita? They were best friends, Margarita and Marinara. They met up with mozzarella and basil, and man, oh man. (laughs) Basil is actually a name. Yeah, that's the thing. But mozzarella, not so much. You don't know that. Uh, I'm sure, yeah. Folks, if you're out there and your name mozzarella, please let us know. Write us. Don't write us. Anyway, uh, so yeah, she was taken in by uh, Countess Marinara and her daughter, Ranieria, who... (laughs) Helped her find a job as a midwife. Okay. I guess like, you know, when you're, <laughs> you're a peasant and your only thing that you've done so far is have a child. Right. Makes sense. You could get a job <laughs> helping other people have childs. Children. So under work experience, you just wrote had one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it does It does feel like, I mean, like. Also, like one. great at ca- caring for things. Like, I'm great at caring for things. Oh, what happened to the dog you were looking after? Uh uh, let's let's move on. He came with the house. I wasn't able to take him. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's probably uh, true actually. So unclear about her midwife training. <laughs> Maybe like, she fast. delivered her own son. Maybe you'd think they would mention. Sounds like nobody liked her except for the one guy. Yeah. Well, and her her countess friend. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. How she met that lady? Oh, I guess she, maybe she met her because She's probably she was networking with her network. fancy yeah. partner. Yeah. Yeah. Later, Margaret decided to join the order, the Franciscan Order of Penitence. Hmm. So she's running with this penitential thing. Right. She's really sorry about yeah. wanting to get laid. So sorry. However, the friars were suspicious of her due to her reputation for scandal. Clearly, they were like, we don't want the press digging around here. They've... Again, I love this. Uh, I love this approach. It's just like, you know, people don't change. Yeah. We know. We, <laughs> we're we in the business of salvation, not in change. It's like, you got to be good from the beginning or otherwise. Uh... Yeah, you're a write-off. According to Gianto, her biographer, they mm-hmm. thought her too pretty and too young. Typical male chauvinists. <laughs> glass ceiling. You're too hot to be in the Yeah. <laughs> You can't be a nun, like, you're pretty, yeah. Yeah. What have you got to be sorry about? You're very pretty and very young. <laughs> and I mean, she had a nine-year-old son, so you'd hope she wasn't that young. Um, yeah. But, still, I mean, you know, yeah, it's the probably, middle ages. Probably still in her 20s. Mm. Yeah. Eventually, No, because Margaret... she ran away at 17, right? Oh, so you're doing she... the actual maths. Yeah, so she would. Yeah, so maybe yeah, she's like point. in late 20s, something um... like that. Yeah, I mean, they had a child sometime after that. Right. But who knows if she was pregnant when she ran away. That's possible. Yeah. But yeah, okay, so let's say mid-twenties. I mean, in middle ages times, wouldn't that be middle-aged? 
rather than young. If everyone's dying at like 50. Yeah, but if you're a priest, you're probably living longer because you're not really doing any of the hard labor of the peasant class, right? Good point. So, sorry, I've lost my place now because I was Mm. checking your maths on her age. Eventually, Margaret persuaded them to let her join the tertiary order and she moved into a cell near the convent. Oh, okay. She lived according to the example of St. Francis of Assisi and engaged in strict penitential practices, including mm. extreme self-flagellation. Mm. She regularly so, fasted. Did she also like, hang out with animals? And <laughs> <laughs> Well, she abstained from meat, so... Okay. Kinda, like, like she was at least you know acknowledging the the personhood, not quite the right word, aliveness of the animal. So she's fasting, she's whipping herself. Yeah, not eating eating meat, meat. just living on bread and vegetables. Which, to be fair, you could do a lot with bread and vegetables. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of how I love bread and vegetables and candy. (laughs) Yeah, but what's it? Red vines. I've really gotten back into soda recently. It's a thing. Mm. So yeah, and she would regularly fast. The Franciscans emphasized the virtue of poverty, and as a tertiary, Margaret would beg for food to survive. I mean, you know, she'd already been poor, so... Right. uh, So it's not a a big step down. I mean, there was a period (laughs) where she was living with a noble. Yeah. That was probably pretty nice, but now she's back down again. Yeah. Yeah. According to her spiritual advisor, Giunto, no one was ever so greedy for gold as Margaret was for denying her body. There was an old switcheroo there, wasn't there? Yeah, I was like, wait, so wait, so she was... No one was wanted stuff as much as she didn't want yeah. stuff. Yeah. That's a very confusing way to put that. <laughs> it's like think yes. about Ebenezer Scrooge, but in reverse. Yeah. And for food. There you go. You got it. It's, it's like that. Perfectly helpful description. Not helpful. No. <laughs> She was so devoted to her penance that she would keep vigil at night, all night, sorry, weeping at the memory of her faults. Haven't we all? You mean that one time she didn't help prevent her boyfriend from getting mutilated? Like Yeah. And um I guess I guess sex outside marriage is the Oh boo. Is the main she's one. weeping because she used to think about how hot the sex was. <laughs> and she'll oh, never have it again all the time and now yeah. i live in this fucking hole and beg for food <laughs> i mean she has chosen all these things not her yeah well her doesn't mean you're not filled with but, regret yeah but we all choose a lot of things and we sometimes and we're all filled with regret too <laughs> amen yeah. S- sometimes quote she would sigh to such a degree that very often she was afraid she might die <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're sighing so much you almost pass out. Like yeah. you just <sighs> <laughs> You know when people exaggerate that much, like Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> it does sound like somebody like really wanting attention. Like you know how people are very dramatic wow. and they'll sigh yeah. very heavily around you. Yeah. And, and like think... she she has like, you know, fully obviously not again, not her um her partner dying, but everything else is like she has opted into this and is like such a burden. <sighs> It's like, what is it now, Margarita? Yes. Is there something wrong? It's like, no, no. Just... no. It was like, yeah, the, it nothing. was the 13th century version of vague booking. She yeah. would just sigh to death. <laughs> and uh, yeah, people would be like, you okay, hon? And she'd be like, I don't want to talk about it. It's fine, fine. Margaret was very beautiful, but she came to resent her beauty and tried to mutilate her face. Uh, what? Ooh, what? No. <laughs> All right, number one, too much is being made about how beautiful this lady is. It's really like <laughs> closing doors for her and like make, people are making yeah. her feel bad about it, which they shouldn't make her feel bad about how she looks, period. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't think the solution is cutting or whatever. Like, no. But here, this well, is Well, like, oh, okay, so you've changed your tune. 
Because <laughs> earlier you were like, mm, not mutilated enough. <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm not saying the mutilation was good. I'm just saying, like, you're saying. <laughs> well, it sure making... sounds like it. <laughs> no, I was like, I was like, the mutilation is bad, but I just don't feel like every injury falls into the not realm everything of mutilation. counts as mutilation. Yeah, not everything's mutilation, Anna. We it's a, that's a special thing, you know. Just like everything <laughs> between a man and his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you say mutilation. I'm and I'm I'm interested, but if then you come in with me with just knife wounds, I'm just like, well, get the hell out of here. <laughs> like, Matt, Matt, I've been mutilated. It's like, oh, you've been stabbed in the stomach three times. It's hard to count as mutilation. <laughs> You'll get a plaster. Nothing. Go nothing tell it more to somebody helpful. who cares. Here's the thing. But yeah, but like mutilating yourself, like self mutilation is is uh, bad. I'm gonna say bad. Okay, uh, that's that's a stance. I'm gonna let me just run through in yeah in every case self mutilation is bad yeah so does she do it or oh it just says she tried to so maybe yeah. maybe she like was held back she had the bowl colleagues. of acid she had her face right over oh it she's God. like okay here we go I'm gonna do it <laughs> have you ever waxed your own leg Matthew um no <laughs> I know that sounded like a very random question but it is relevant because. I have, and I couldn't do it. Like, I, I put the wax on, pulled a little bit, and then was like, no, I'm just going to have to melt and then scrape this off because I cannot do it. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, like, it, it would be quite hard, I think, to I had my unibrow waxed, self. and I've helped other people wax. Right, but you haven't actually done it to yourself. No. It's a whole different thing, because I've, I've, I've had lots of things waxed. Sorry if that's too much information. <laughs> that's all right. But, like, just yeah i just couldn't cause myself that pain mm. and I, I don't know i'm maybe i'm uniquely weak but uh no, it's really it's, it's really hard yeah yeah anyways anyway enough about your grooming habits let's get back to this uh, thing. <laughs> so she didn't mutilate herself but she no, really she wanted attempted to. to okay maybe she thought that like her beauty was the reason that you know she was a sinner herself, which doesn't make any sense. That's not. That's. <laughs> but so therefore, it's probably more likely to be the answer because yeah. you know religion. Jinto also notes that worldly people were afraid of Margaret because she cared more about God than she did about her son. So <laughs> wait, uh, they were afraid of her yeah. because she cared more about God than her son. Yeah, because uh, you know women are meant to be mothers. That and that's all. But I mean, like, how does that make you afraid? It seems like you'd be like angry because you're like what you're being a crappy mom here but well like, maybe she was so intense about it that it was yeah. just kind of scary <laughs> like the amount that you don't care about your son is really freaking me out right now well to be fair like also yes <laughs> do you know what i mean like if if someone is very callous towards their own child that is a bit like mm, what's wrong with you yeah um I but then again is... it was different times because obviously you know we don't know if she wanted to have a child right but um so it is kind of the mark of a so like a psychopath yeah. if they don't care about their kid. Yeah. So wait, so she's begging for food. Is the so is the kid just not getting any of this food? Or I like... I think it's a bit like when my brother took me along to do caroling when I was like five. Okay, I'm really interested in where the story goes. Okay, yeah. go ahead. So he wouldn't let me sing. I was just there so he'd make more money because I was cute. That was his logic, and then he wouldn't give me any of the money. <laughs> Wait. I think it's how, a similar thing. How was he caroling for money? Why wouldn't he just let you sing anyways? Because it doesn't that matter. Would wouldn't cute. it be doubly cute yeah. if you're a little kid singing? Yeah, I guess so. But he was actually in a choir. Oh. Anyway, the point was... And he's he a was... choir taste, am I right? Anyway. <laughs> no, he, the point is he would bring me along to his activity where he was asking people for money. And like, so I was... 
I was like the the appealing. I don't know, like the 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 mascot. You're the equivalent of like a, a panhandler with a dog. Like you're the sure. dog in this situation. And so yes. You're thinking, so you're thinking that she's using the kid to be yeah. like, oh, arms. We're so I, you know, poor. We're yeah. This one over here. Yeah. He's not getting any of that. Yeah. All those arms um, are going to the church. Because she'd be like, oh no, this is for God actually. Uh, well, yeah, so apparently Jinto wrote, In fact, she rarely spoke to her son, except to say, My son, when you return to the cell, take whatever raw food you find and eat it in silence, since I find in you no reason for interrupting the divine praises. <laughs> uh, mommy's busy right now, so whatever food you find... Shut up and uh, eat your raw food! <laughs> Can someone cook this potato? No, <laughs> I guess I'll just eat these grains of rice. <laughs> they're making my tummy hurt surely pasta oh yeah oh just piles of dry pasta <laughs> it's so crunchy it's really cutting up my gums mom <laughs> silence i must pray hey i'm busy over here on feast days of the saints she would invite the poor to meals and not keep anything for herself or her son so yeah it's it's like one of those people isn't it that's like really like oh i'm so selfless right. and like i'm such a good person it's like what about your own kid mm? at some point isn't the son like mom i am also poor i yeah. am also starving <laughs> you see those people over there that you're helping i'm basically in a similar situation to them perhaps worse <laughs> that's always the case though isn't it charity starts at home doesn't seems to have not started at home here <laughs> yeah it starts just outside the home yeah later margaret sent him away to become a novice at the friary of arezzo and it's not known if the two ever spoke again. <laughs> that was the kid's choice. He's like, you know, actually, yeah. I, I'm good now. Thanks. <laughs> well, Giunto mentions a rumor that the boy threw himself down a well because he was so distraught that his mother had abandoned him to poverty. Which is fair enough. Fair, not, yeah. I not, mean, not funny. Just makes sense. Yeah. I mean, is this one of the things that she feels bad about? Or is this one of the things that like... <laughs> Like, if you're feeling penitential... You'd hope so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you're like, oh, all the bad things I've done, like having sex out of wedlock and end of list. <laughs> it's like, but wait, what about your kid? My what? Nothing else? You Nothing? nothing? <laughs> what if you have a son? I have a... I'm pretty sure I don't have a son. <laughs> like, uh, I, I, think, I think what I have is a monk now, actually. Yeah. Uh, mm. So not my problem. Yeah. Now he went to another place. I'm sure he's happier there. Yeah. He went to go live in a farm upstate. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret went on to found a hospital at Cortona, along with oh. a congregation of tertiary sisters to act as nurses. They were called nice. Le Poverelle, meaning the little poor ones. Oh. Presumably different from Paul Claire's. Yeah. I just wanted to give you an opportunity to say Paul Claire's, and you didn't. No, I was like Poverella. That sounds nice. It's like Cinderella, but... Probably, yeah, yeah. An even poorer Cinderella. (laughs) Well, Cinderella herself, like you know, she still lived in quite a fancy house. Yeah, she was subjugated there. She did have a wicked stepmother. Is this the origin of Saint Cinderella? Could be Saint 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 Cinderella of the Slippers. Yeah, patron saint of pumpkin coaches and fairy godmothers. (laughs) Save this for when when we do the patronage guessing. Come on. Okay. Gotta have something in the tank. Margaret claimed to have heard the voice of Christ when she prayed. On Mm. one occasion, she heard the words, What is your wish, Poverella? 
which like Jesus was not by all accounts rich himself. So that yeah. seems a bit bit it's hypocritical. Her, it's her fairy godmother. I like the idea of like in an evangelical church, like, you know who else had a fairy godmother? Jesus. He's the real fairy godmother of Yeah. You know the... this metaphor got away from me, kid, but <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Look, just yeah. just keep going to church. It never really, really makes sense. We just need you to keep going to church, please. So <laughs> Whatever I got to say right now for you to make a lifelong commitment to this church, I will say it. <laughs> so she replied to Jesus, I neither seek nor wish for anything but you, my Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. So she she failed the test. You know, she had the genie granting her a wish and she was like, I got all I need. So wait, or maybe that is the test. Maybe you're like, uh, she's yeah, like maybe she food, the test. I need food, endless food. <laughs> maybe it, some counseling for my son. I'm, I'm so hungry. And some food for your son. My who? Shut up and just bring me food. And then you'd be like, oh, this was a test. You're just supposed to say you want me. me. Was, Lord. I'm. Am I not enough for you? She also claimed that God had commanded her to challenge the Bishop of Arezzo because he lived a lavish lifestyle. Mm-hmm. His name was Giulielmo Ubertini Pazzi. Huh. Giulielmo. Um, <laughs> You try and pronounce this, okay? (laughs) I did my best. It it sounds like choking noises. Where's the chat gone? Why can't I chat to you? Where's chat gone? Oh, Oh, here it is. You have to click a bubble. That's how that's spelled. Mm. (laughs) Googly elbow. (laughs) It does sound like someone's having their neck wrung. Googly elbow, inventor of the googly eyes. Mm. But yeah, it it doesn't say how she challenged him i challenge you to a race around the world and then she loses because she immediately passes out with hunger yeah she, he's like i have a little lavish lifestyle i have multiple boats so. <laughs> he really, really not thought this plan through You're at all through, i have all the resources yeah i'm full of energy from food <laughs> all so. that food i eat hmm? at the end of margaret's life she moved to a ruined church called basil of caesar Caesarea, hmm. which is now known as the Church of Santa Margarita. Oh, nice. And she remained there until she died of natural causes, I believe. Wait, so she just lived in a in like a like a ruined church. Yeah. Just like no roof, just like falling down walls. Did she like die I mean, with like a column fell on her or something? <laughs> Possible. Loose roof tile. But you know, it's, it's fairly that's fairly standard penitent nun stuff, really, isn't it? I guess. Like so. live somewhere that's not that habitable. Yeah. I mean yeah, I mean she wasn't a cell. Yeah. So I don't know. I know I just don't get what she's getting from this ruined church. <laughs> well, I mean they named it after her eventually, so she gained yeah, that. Congratulations. There's a... wait, did they fix the church up? Was she fixing up the church? <laughs> <laughs> it was her last project. Let me see. Ooh, there's a film about her. You should ah. watch it. Well, yeah. I mean, this is like a perfect melodrama, like a tiny <laughs> melodrama film. This is like how a lot of them go. It's like yeah. fallen woman redeemed through Christ. Um, <laughs> some of them, they're they're fun. Yeah, it looks like it's still standing, and hmm. Margaret's relics are there. But so, maybe okay. you sh- maybe ask the question again when we're talking about relics. <laughs> All right, so she lived in this abandoned church. Yeah. Away from other people. And then yeah. so she's just like haunting this church, like a Miss Havisham of this church. <laughs> One day she dies. I imagine they found her body weeks later. <laughs> For sure. Just, wow, this is the rats really got to this one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, there was no meat on her, right? I was like, oh, no, she looked like that when she died? Oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah. she j- she just stayed there, I guess, being a nun until until her death. 
which was on the 22nd of February in 1297. Wait, then why is her feast day in May? Unclear. <laughs> okay. Maybe there were too many people on that date. Oh, she's bit. also got a feast day on the 22nd of February because uh-huh. that's when she died. But for some reason, she has two. Yeah, and nice. one of them is the 16th of May. Because she needed to eat more. So two feast days. <laughs> it's a bit <laughs> rubbing it in her face a bit. <laughs> the, the, everybody's just like, girl, just eat something. Don't just eat the dry pasta. It's gross. <laughs> Apparently, the 22nd of February is a lesser feast. Oh. And the 16th of May was the date she was canonized oh. by Pope Benedict. Fucking hell. Pope, Pope Benedict. Benedict. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Pope Benedict the 13th on the 16th huh. of May 1728. So, so the, the one in February is like a lesser feast. It's more of like a buffet. It's a real casual thing. <laughs> like yeah. Bring a Finger dish. food. Yeah. yeah. Bring like, and share. It's, it's like a light luck, thing because we're going to we're actually going to go out later and, and you know. So we want to just keep a light meal now. So yeah. We all had a big lunch. For your, for your real partying. So then did she have any, uh, what about any miracles? Do you have any miracles? Yes. She was said to be able to resurrect the dead. Oh, that's a pretty good miracle. Mm. In one story. She had a zombie army. That's what killed her <laughs> boyfriend. <laughs> and she became the queen of the zombies. No, in one story, a woman of Cortona visited Margaret's cell after the death of her son. Margaret prayed with her and then told her to return home because the Lord had brought her son back to life. As Margaret oh. had promised, the boy was alive and cured of any sickness. Now, that's interesting because I think Margaret's son also died. But she didn't care about him. <laughs> This, man, this is the, she's the worst. I don't like her at all. <laughs> I can just imagine it happening like this woman being like, my son has died. And Margaret's like, I'll get the Prosecco. Oh, you're sad. Okay. Uh, okay. That's awkward. She's like, surely you must understand the pain as a mother. And she's like, as a what now? No, that's <laughs> pretty sure I'd remember if I had a kid. It's, uh, yeah. oh. I think what you're thinking of is I was a midwife for a while. <laughs> I, I helped people give birth, but I don't actually have a child myself. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> According to Giunto, Margaret was also able to exorcise evil spirits. Mm, keep them in good shape. <laughs> no, that's why I emphasized exorcise. Mm. Uh, in one story, a woman had begun to do the following things. She would neigh like a horse. Come on. Okay. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. She would neigh like a she horse. She had pretty good animal impressions. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Moo like a cow. Roar like a lion, squeal like a pig, and howl like a dog. Ah, oh, she was the best at Old MacDonald. <laughs> you want to hear more about her rather than Margaret? I know. I was like, yeah, she sounds like every conversation I have with my kid. <laughs> I'm like, what sound does the duck make? What does the cow say? Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> is my kid possessed? Oh, man, I got to <laughs> Oh, my God. I've got, got some horrible news for you, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently one of the things that Milton Keynes is famous for is like, cows like random cow statues around right do, do they have like a big hindu contingent there i don't know what it is I, maybe okay. they used to be like cow fields before with the city i don't know what it is anyways right. but uh, every time he saw a cow he'd say moo like that's how he says yeah like you know and when you he sees thought a cow, he was he possessed says <laughs> moo or when he sees a duck he says quack quack or whatever um oh yeah so i guess he's possessed well we thought it was adorable <laughs> turns out it's the devil so <laughs> Not adorable, but diabolical. Next time he starts saying, no, you got to be like, not today, Satan. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. <laughs> Matt, why is the baby tied to the bed covered with holy water? 
honey, you weren't there. It was very scary. It was it was a an eerily accurate cow impression, okay? And by eerie, I mean could have only come from the devil. Only the devil makes cow noises like this. <laughs> you have to understand. I was very frightened. I frightened for myself. My very mortal soul. Immortal. Alright, so this lady made a bunch of animal noises. Yeah, and rather than just like you thinking she was good at animal impressions, her husband believed her to be demonically possessed. I'm saying this is like a real skill in like the 13th century. Like you could go on the road and be like, here's my impression of a duck. And people be like, wow, that's really good impression of a duck. Yeah, well, maybe that's it. Maybe she was too good and people started this rumor because they were jealous and they wanted to bring her down. Oh, and oh, that makes a lot more sense. Mm. Well, you know, I'm thinking in soap opera terms again, you see. It all yeah. makes sense. So her husband enlisted six strong men to take her to Cortona, which, like, I- I'm not going to touch her. She's got icky devil germs. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe she was in it. She's like, six strong men. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> well, she struggled against them, rising this, up this... from the ground. Mm-hmm. I mean, this does seem dramatic, like, like oh, I'm going to get roughed up by six strong men, you say. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> yes, but I'm just saying some people would be into that. Okay, I don't think she was right, because well. she struggled against them. Oh, that's part of it. No, Matthew. No, if if someone if someone throws themselves against the rock so forcefully that they were thought to be dead, as she did, that's a no. Oh. Okay. <laughs> No means no. Also, throwing yourself yeah. against rocks means no. So, <laughs> <laughs> lots of things can mean no. That's what we're learning here. Okay. Positive and enth- enthusiastic positive. Yeah. Consent. If you, unless you've got enthusiastic consent, it's a no. Okay. And so, an an enthusiastic dashing against rocks, not the same thing. <laughs> Very much not. So yeah. So she was struggling against them. She would rise up from the ground, throw herself against the rocks so for- forcefully that people thought she was dead. A Mm. nun brought her to the altar while Margaret Mm. was in her cell praying for the woman. Suddenly, the demon fled from her. So it was it was Margaret all along. I don't see how Margaret gets gets credit for this. The credit for this <laughs> miracle. So, right? There's there's a possessed woman in the chapel. Well, I'm praying. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, but it's like later on, Margaret was just like at the cafeteria. I was like, oh, there was this possessed lady, and then we had her, and then the demon flew out of her. Like, oh, that was me. I did that. Yeah, I was praying, I was praying. At the time for I her. Told you. Told you I was praying. Oh, we didn't know that. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I was totally praying at the time. Yeah, you didn't. You wouldn't have known it because I was in another room. But that's what happened. <laughs> it sounded her. a lot like you were mm-hmm. masturbating. No, no, no. I was praying. No, 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 no. There are several stories of Margaret posthumously curing the blind, the mute, the ill, and those suffering from hernias and kidney stones. Yeesh. So you know, she she helped a lot of people as long as they weren't her children. Yeah, one one time there's also a story of her son praying for help and her being like <laughs> ignoring I don't know him. You. <laughs> <laughs> there are also several stories about prisoners escaping through Margaret's intercession. Hey. Giunto tells the story of thirty prisoners in somewhere called Citta di Castello who were awaiting execution. They made vows to Margaret and found their chains broken, allowing them to flee. Yay, thirty murderers on the loose. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, I guess we don't know what warranted capital punishment in the day. Maybe she After. was like, you know, an abolitionist of some kind who was actually yeah. doing good stuff. She's like, abolish all prisons. Yeah. She was ahead of her time that way. Margaret says a cap. Yeah. She was, pre- yeah, an early protest against the prison industrial complex. Yeah. She's against capital punishment. She's like, yeah. it's cruel and unnecessary. It's not a deterrent. 
She's like making all these, you know, valid points. Nobody's listening. Yeah. So she's like, you know what? I'm just going to break these people up. <laughs> so yeah, so fled. So yeah, that, that those were her miracles. A uh, bit, mm. bit of resurrection, bit of exorcism, bit yeah. of curing the ill. You know, these are solid miracles. I'm, I'm yeah. like, you know, what you want out of your saints. I mean, some of them, I'm not sure if you should necessarily get that much credit for. The exorcism one. Yeah. Bit, bit questionable yeah after her death the church of santa margarita was rebuilt to honor her so there we go so the people restored it in her honor so it was a ruins when she was they were like she's been living in here oh my god it's disgusting (laughs) (laughs) wow we need to fix this place up it is not fit for human habitation (laughs) oh man she was just she was just using the bathroom anyway she was just going everywhere this is do you think yeah do you think being really devout basically just meant neglecting self-care oh yeah for sure but you know you can't you can't love others until you can love yourself that's fair but yeah i think that yeah i think it's a lot of like anything that we would consider to be healthy behavior is sinful you did you don't do that yeah yeah okay noted (laughs) including like washing washing wiping anything (laughs) like all that's just not good it's just all all bad doing impressions of animals it's all i think not yeah okay. i mean everyday activities like making animals <laughs> too worldly what about her relics so her body remains in the church today to this day oh okay because again a, a column fell on it and they couldn't move the column so like i guess she just <laughs> yeah she, she's an unusual shape the relics is <laughs> just like you know you know in cartoons and like the the anvil falls on the 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 cartoon character and just flattens it it's like that she's column shape yeah so her body was found to be incorrupt 400 years after after she was buried and is said to be incorrupt to this day don't look in there but it is incorrupt (laughs) well we're pretty sure we checked it uh, 300 years ago well Mm. at the main altar in her church the incorrupt body is displayed in the in the mausoleum the the reliquy as it's known i think reliquy reliquy yeah so i think it's whole and Mm. her tomb became a popular pilgrimage destination as her cult grew following her death Mm. because it was associated with lots of healing miracles so yeah the church is still a nice part of italy people just like to go (laughs) juicy tuscany yeah it's the juiciest part of italy it's yeah i mean people were just like oh i want to go on vacation to tuscany it's like well that seems simple i mean to go look at relics <laughs> you could there's a lot of saints in italy you could definitely you really know, you could use that as you an can excuse. make quite a vacation itinerary out of yeah which saints you think are important they should bury more saints at six flags <laughs> sure uh and then milton Keynes. all right fine let me let me take another run of that they should bury more saints at disney world you can go to disney world like I want, I don't want yes. to go to Disney World, but I want to go visit. But I, I have to Cinderella. go and pay pay my respects. Jeez. Yeah. Did you say Saint Cinderella? Oh, I see. Because she's entombed in that castle they have there. Mm-hmm. Got to go there. Can't argue with that. Also, might go to that Star Wars land while I'm there. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's pretty much it, apart from her patronages. Mm. So can you guess what they are? Oh well, is she the patron saint of melodrama? <laughs> or soap operas no clearly the catholic church doesn't uh you know acknowledge those art forms no. and give them the credit they deserve okay, so they, uh, yeah there should be patrons for all the arts including melodrama yeah. soap operas serialized television telenovelas do they get their own like subcategory yeah there you go telenovelas seems like that's a well, thing because there are like so many saints who share a patronage that mm-hmm. the patronages should be more exhaustive i think 
Yeah. Um, but um, no, she's not. Is she the patron saint for protection against wolf men? <laughs> she like the patron saint against general mutilation, like being mutilated. Um, no. No. I wonder if there is an anti-mutilation saint. It seems like a weird. <laughs> it seems like there's a very particular circumstance. Yeah. Where you're just like, like I'm just praying not to get mutilated. There are patron saints against particular diseases, aren't they? So. Right. You know, mutilation is not a is not a disease. It doesn't just happen naturally. No, but what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go with your ri- gatekeeping about what counts as mutilation. I it was just like I'm no no no. I just was just like I wanted to double check with you because I felt like maybe she doesn't know. Maybe that's why there was this confusion. <laughs> Looks, it's genetic. Some people are just predisposed to mutilation, so you know, happened. Maybe I thought that you know genetic modification and genetic mutilation were the same thing. Uh, there you go. I don't like to eat them genetically mutilated vegetables. Okay, I don't know what's in them. <laughs> you can definitely imagine like a gun-toting Republican saying that. <laughs> yeah, just some dumb vegetarian. Oh, there is a saint who is against attacks by dogs, oh. but it's not Margaret. Oh, but um, so, but that includes wolfmen, though, right? Well, obviously, the wolfmen fall under. The, they're in the dog family, I would say. I suppose so. Yeah. Is she the patron saint of double negatives? <laughs> Why? Be- because she was like that. I don't know the weird. Oh, thing about the weird the gold. saying. I I don't not love or like circuitous metaphors. Yeah, <laughs> not on my list. All right. Uh, they have a list of uh, Cinderella-based patronages. Uh, <laughs> oh, please. Pumpkin coaches, uh, mouse fitmen, <laughs> glass slippers, uh, Fairy Godmothers. Prince Charmings, uh, Midnight Curfews. Surely Prince is um, Charming would Prince's be the plural. Comment. Yeah, it's like Attorney's General. Yeah. I don't know. What's the, uh, what, are his page, what, are her, what are her patronages? Probably some dumps in Tuscany, right? Her patronages are Against Temptations. <laughs> against temptations yeah she got her fill of temptations you know before she became so penitent she perhaps seemed to get a little bit of temptation yeah but i mean surely the people who have like you know succumbed to temptation are the ones that should be the ones who help us because like boy i know how good those temptations are so let me tell you hey don't uh <laughs> wow i know yeah i get no i get how you're tempted i get it because it's like hey boy yow <laughs> Ooh, just thinking about it now <laughs> makes me cry a little bit but uh <laughs> you shouldn't i mean it was great but i mean it's not but don't indeed specifically sexual temptation mm-hmm. as well the best kind <laughs> i mean you know if you if you were tempted by chocolate she doesn't care but yeah if it's sexual <laughs> she's uh she's interested i was tempted to get dessert but thankfully yeah. margarita was there <laughs> and i had another cocktail instead yeah she is a patron of cortona in italy and arezzo uh, which is a diocese in Italy as well. Oh, okay. She is patron of falsely accused people, which oh, okay. I'm not sure why, because... Well, she let those prisoners go. I guess the implication is that they were falsely accused, uh, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Good. Well remembered. Also, people falsely accused her of being scary because that's she true. was a terrible mum. So... No, I, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were right about her being a terrible mum. Yeah. But they were wrong to be frightened of that. Yeah, something like that. They accused her of being too pretty. They're falsely accused. You're not convinced. They they accuse you of being too beautiful. Yeah. Which is, I'm sure we've both had that. People are just like, you're sure. too beautiful. And we're like, that's a lie. You know it. We all know it. <laughs> uh, speak for yourself, Matthew. I don't oh. think that's a lie. Anyway, homeless people. Unless they're her son. Uh, yeah. <laughs> except for blood relations. And those people stay on the fucking street. They can street. fuck off. Yeah. Loss of parents. Hmm. 
Because mm. I guess her mum well, died. She she lost her mom, right? But then yeah. she abandoned her rest, the rest of her family. Yes, that's true. Loss of boyfriends? <laughs> no, but single mothers. Oh. So I All guess the single was... ladies. All the yeah, single ladies. She... <laughs> All the single Patron ladies. of Beyonce. <laughs> people ridiculed for their piety, which uh, I don't um... really understand because... I think people were ridiculing her for other reasons. No, they were ridiculing her. They're like, this is not about your piety. This is about your being a shitty mom. <laughs> this is nothing to do with your religion. This has everything to do with your actions concerning your son. We all hate this. Look, I think you guys are racist. I think that's what it is. <laughs> it's like, you're not yeah. listening. Oh, I get it. I get it. Because I'm from <laughs> Tuscany. That's what this is about. <laughs> like, no, it has nothing to do with that at all. Oh, it's because of my piety. I get it. I get yeah. it. Oh, okay. I'm just too pious for you. Is that it? No, your piety is not what it is an issue. I don't. Can you talk to her? I don't understand. I feel like we're just not getting through. How could I be a bad mother? I don't even have a son. <laughs> oh, man. That's such a good point. Reformed prostitutes, which, again, strange because I don't think she ever made money herself. But I guess, like, she was generally a loose woman in quote marks. Yeah, this feels like a very Catholic Italian view yes. of like you slept with a man and had a baby out of wood like you're a yeah. fucking whore yeah that's fair there is a whore living in your <laughs> convent mamma mia the scandal that's from goodfellas anyway but like ridicule for piety and repentant prostitutes which i always love that there's the qualification of yeah repentant you can't just be if you're okay with sex work you do not get any help. no intercessions <laughs> for you but if you, but only if you hate if you stop yeah. being a sex worker which is no. yeah but I, I guess you're not going to find many feminists in the 13th century catholic church mm. well not any living ones that's for sure <laughs> it's like she thinks women should be equal to men stone her yeah she's a witch and a bitch <laughs> what else we got is that, all, is that the end of the list pretty much uh, mentally ill people um which i guess like if she was kind of self-harming that makes sense i guess so and um, also her attitude towards her son was pretty insane <laughs> sure again never gonna let that go <laughs> for sure penitent women which is probably uh -huh. shorthand for reformed prostitutes right right, right. um Same difference. single lay women which doesn't mean single women who previously got laid. Or no, but it does mean women who were laid a single time. Like they've only had yeah. sex once. Yeah, and that's how you get one child is from having sex one time. Yeah. Everyone knows that. It's like, hey, I did it the one time. See now that it was a mistake. <laughs> but it's okay because I, at least I didn't get pregnant from it. Mom! Yeah. <laughs> and third children, which is... It's strange because I couldn't find anything about her siblings. So It's, it's extremely specific. <laughs> yeah. And well, so I'm I'm the second child in my family, so I wouldn't I wouldn't count for Margaret's intercession. Aren't the third children those twins? Yeah, they're they're twins. So I so, don't know if they'd get intercession either. So only one gets help. There's yeah, <laughs> which is you know actually how it kind of worked out. But that's a story. <laughs> that's not my story. <laughs> that implies that there's patron saints for various all the numbers of children like firstborn secondborns yeah they're um they're alphabetically listed so for me to find that it would take quite a long time all right don't worry about it the types of um patronage. maybe we'll come across it some other day it will find your secondborn patron saint yeah no i got nothing yeah there's so... one that's the uh, patron saint of the youngest children that's saint philomena very good but that's i'm looking at either. a different list from you but uh, never mind that's all the patronages lots of Pretty... stuff yeah, cover. pretty uh, long list. Pretty long list. Pretty exciting life. Pretty well, well, it was you know dramatic, much more yeah. uh, dramatic than most of the. Uh, I mean, they made a movie out of it in Italy, so yeah, check that out. <laughs> 
you know, I've seen a lot of Italian cinema. Haven't come across that one. It's maybe not that good. Well, but... add it to your to watch list, surely. Perhaps. But Anna, do you think you would ever have St. Marguerite, Margaret, Margarita intercede for you for any reason? Well, like I said, I'm I'm the second child, so right. ruled out on that count. And, and you are not <laughs> pen- repentant about any of the sex works you've done. <laughs> if I were going to be any kind of prostitute, I would not be a reform one, no. Yeah. To be fair... I do experience sexual temptation a lot, but I mm. I don't need help with that. Yeah. Well, that's what Danny's there for. Am I right? Hey. <laughs> High fives all around. Yeah. What? 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 Getting that D. Um, that D for Danny. What? <laughs> um, I do actually have to take vitamin D supplements for my long uh, COVID. <laughs> D for Danny. Um, yeah, yeah, so there's always always that double entendre. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm someone who, more and more as I deal with, like, my body being all frail myself, I'm like, you know what? Just give in to temptation most of the time, yeah, you know? why not? So the fact that Margaret's a patron against temptations, I'm, I'm not convinced that she would have much useful to say to me. Yeah. To be honest. How about you? Yeah, I'm not one for deferred sort of thinking of gratification. Deferred gratification, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, easily tempted. Yeah, what we need is a patron uh, for people with poor impulse control. Yeah, we need the patron standard poor impulse control. That's what I was thinking. I think that in terms of parenting. Um, <laughs> yeah, please don't get inspired by her. I think that's kind of exactly what I need. Is this, I mean, it's like, oh, is this the approach I need to take with my son? Well, as we've established, like, next time he makes a, an animal noise, you chuck him down a well. That's true, too. Yeah, if, if, if this is, a, so, like, if this is an approach I need to take with my son, where I need to be like, just eat your raw food <laughs> and leave daddy alone. You know, sometimes I'm busy and I just yeah. need the kid to just, like, I don't know, scrounge what's on the floor. All right. Whatever you can reach on the countertops. You know, isn't that what that's... what kids do anyway? Really? Yeah. So he can, you know, sometimes there's bread up there. Sometimes there's knives. I don't know. It's like a whole thing. <laughs> Didn't you tell me once he he was like <laughs> he had to stop him eating the cat food? Oh yeah, he used to. Yeah, he used to do that. So yeah, I mean, there's cat food around. <laughs> so yeah, he he'll, he won't starve. <laughs> oh god. Anyways, and I'm busy. I got lots of things. You know, I live yeah. a very cerebral life. I don't have time to just be like thinking about whatever a kid's doing all the time. Yeah. So I think that that would be very helpful. Yeah. For me, I think if I was just like if I was if I was experiencing a lot of drama in my life, <laughs> like if I was a lot of like oh like I have an evil twin all of a sudden or something. Yeah. You know, some kind of like. Would you enemy. sigh until until it sounded like you were gonna die? <laughs> yeah, if I if I was yeah, if I really needed to put to lay into a really good sigh, I feel like that would be should be very helpful for that. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it's, sometimes it's nice to have a little bit of drama in your life, and I think mm. that uh, Saint Margaret, you know, she'd be good for that. Yeah. Well, you're welcome for me uh, bringing this drama to you. Yeah. Well, thank you for uh, bringing me the up. tale of this <laughs> extremely dramatic lady with her extremely poor parenting instincts <laughs> it was a uh, it was really uh something <laughs> no, she's really i mean she's really something she's she she had a crazy life in some ways crazier than a lot of our saints mm. and so that was kind of that was very fun so i'm, I'm glad that we experienced this together and me too have a blessed day you too bye, bye. bye.